1: Hi everyone, Sandman here. This video is brought to you by a donation from Mr. Anonymous, and here's what he has to say. Hello Sandman, longtime listener. Can you describe the phenomenon of the post-wall rage? Groundwork for the metaphysics of MGTOW explained it in detail, but I think your audience will gain useful insight from your perspective. Some may call it an epiphany phase, but I see it as a specific rage that creates the sort of beasts and hate-filled monsters that we know today as feminists. They become a sort of Batman-like figure wearing the cloak of misandry, seeking revenge for the loss of their youth. The very same youth they squandered riding the carousel with Chad and Tyrone. And now all men must pay for what she's done. What are your thoughts on it? Thanks. Well, Mr. Anonymous, thanks for the donation as well as the topic. I put a link to the groundworks of metaphysics of MGTOW down below, and we'll go over his video called The Wall. Hopefully, Mr. Anonymous, that's the video you wanted me to cover. In it, he asks the question, what is it like for a reasonably attractive woman to hit the wall? He describes it as an aesthetic cliff women face in their early 30s. The point where men show less and less interest in a woman, where she loses her neon near childlike appearance in her adult age. That men will no longer be attracted to her on the same level. If she loses her smooth skin and youthful good looks. That for a woman before the wall, she has never known life as not being neoness. She's received special treatment her whole life because of her appearance, But to her, she can't separate special treatment versus normal treatment. The special treatment is normal for her to begin with. But after the wall, she's going to lose the pleasures that she used to receive from men and many of the men that try and take away her pain. Marcus says that maybe we need to explore the topic of the post-wall rage in women more in the MGTOW community. He also does a great job explaining what causes a woman to hit the wall from a biological perspective. And I'm sure that all of you will want me to share what that is in a moment. But first, let me tell everyone about today's sponsor, Moneyline Investments. This is a premier sports service. If you're interested in making sustainable remote income instead of women stealing your income, then this service is for you. It has a proven track record of getting its clients an average of $1,600 a month with only a $100 investment. The more you invest, the more you make. If you want to make money daily, sign up with MoneylineInvestments.com and use my promo code SANEMAN for 15% off your first subscription. If you sign up for the monthly package, you get a 100% money-back guarantee if you don't profit from their three-step system. What are you waiting for? Sign up at the sponsor link down below. Anyways, now back to why women hit the wall, clown world show. The male loses his neonous appearance when he hits puberty as his testosterone surges. And a woman gets a similar rush of testosterone in her blood when she reaches her late 20s and early 30s. She becomes more masculine and as a result... The world becomes a crueler place to her. Men seem to appear meaner, but they aren't. They are the same, but for her, she's going to ask the question, where have all the good men gone? I wish that Marcus would have shared that sooner in his video, and to some extent, we could have actually cut out the first 15 to 20 minutes of it, and it wouldn't have made a difference. I never listened to this video back eight years ago now, because it took too long to get to his point. Marcus says that at the point where the testosterone rushes into the woman, she's going to feel anger in her own red pill rage or what he likes to call post-wall rage. That leading up to the wall, men work hard to make life as painless as possible for the women. But after the wall, men defer and let women feel the consequences of reality, such as being passed over or refused assistance, co-workers no longer helping, or no one is helping them move. Women are not used to having to take accountability, but suddenly they have to. So it's easy to conclude for the post-wall woman that the men around her have changed. Suddenly she sees more and more assholes everywhere, that aren't bending over backwards to help her. She feels entitled to simps doing backflips for her at a moment's notice. And suddenly that starts dropping down to nothing. What's more, according to Marcus, a woman has been spoiled and has experienced a decade or two of life where men would introduce desires and then fulfill them for them. So the woman is left with memories of men facilitating pleasures that she no longer gets filled by men. So then she starts getting jaded and starts to hate men. I would argue that women that are masculine presenting feminists... Are so angry in part because they don't get any special attention from men, especially if they presented as masculine at a very young age. Then they never experienced the fulfillment of having a long period of time in their lives where they were neones. They missed out on that and probably deeply resent men never drooling over them or women for that matter. They never felt the post-wall rage because they've had it their entire lives, and it can probably explain why unattractive feminists hate men so much because they've never known them to be nice to them ever. For them, it's not a matter of where all the good men have gone. For them, it's a case of there were never any good men to begin with, especially if a masculine-presenting feminist grew up with a single mother and little to no loving father. We grant women and children pleasures while keeping their pains at a minimum. Such women probably never got those pleasures while younger, even though men technically did make things easier for them with air conditioners, washing machines, etc., to remove pain from those women's lives." Marcus explains a situation that I was in where I fell in love with a woman in one year, and she wasn't interested in me. She became interested two years later, but I no longer found her attractive. She wanted me and set up an opportunity for us to get together. But I saw that the smooth face she had had now turned to sandpaper. And her long hair was gone, and in the place of the feminine feline woman was a...
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.
1: Marcus also did a great job explaining that the carousel riders hit the wall the hardest because they received attention and had way more desires activated by men than a woman that was only with one man in her 20s. Sex increases deference. So the more she has sex with a variety of men, then she gets more benefits more than just the pleasure of it. Also, she's going to get more new desires the more men she sleeps with. The cock carousel ruins women because it introduces them to so many desires that they'll never be able to be filled off by one man. So no one man will ever meet those desires. Hence, she'll never be able to bond with him because he's not good enough. Thank you, Mr. Anonymous, for pointing this idea of the post-wall rage in women. This is something that's been lost in the sands of digital time, and I'm definitely going to put it on my list of book chapters at some point. Marcus is right that the post-wall rage is a relatively new idea that needs to be more fully explored. Too bad that never happened eight years ago. Maybe there are also some concepts in his videos that need to get flushed out more fully. As for men in our own so-called wall, besides the red pill rage, one and two, it's almost as if we break through the wall in our lives plain backwards, when compared to women, according to Marcus. That we start off life with little to no resources, status, and strength. We lose our neonate quickly around the age of 12 or 13 and have to figure something out. There's that old saying of women and children first when it comes to giving them seats on lifeboats. But for us men, we lose that privilege pretty quickly. And we get testosterone in return to do things and compete. We end up becoming disposable quickly in life and get used to it. But a 30-year-old woman for her starting to look disposable is scary. Because she's so used to being special. Men no longer work for attention or approval and the romance is gone. At least the men that she wants. So she starts to have some of that post-wall rage brewing inside of her. Testosterone makes her angrier and suddenly more men are ignoring her and she gets upset. This idea of Nianni no longer being in a woman now explains why older women want younger men. Because the young man is going to fulfill her pleasures because he's already doing that by default for the younger women around him. Plus he's still thirsty for sex and the older women if they really have more testosterone are going to have greater sexual appetites. Plus he can relax because the risk of pregnancy is a lot lower. So in theory, a young man's sex drive and an older woman's one line up pretty easily. But what man with any pride and self-worth is going to want a dry sandpaper slit scraping his schwing-schwing. But still, he's more likely to take her on trips and be romantic. She's going to cheat the wall to some extent. This, according to Marcus, explains aggressive cougars, and I totally agree. Many post-wall women also eventually see young women experiencing attention and admiration from men, and it shows them that she's the one that's changed and that it's not all about where have all the good men gone. Marcus postulates that the impact of hitting the wall would be the worst of the most beautiful women, that it's the women that receive the most deference, and in most cases the most beautiful ones, that have the opportunity to get the most. He says that all women experience some degree of pain from hitting that wall, but I'm not so sure about it. Maybe it's about getting enough to feel satisfied and letting your experiences and memories carry you forward through the years. After all, for 15 years for you, it was a never-ending sex party. Now nothing. Do I feel thirsty and hopeless? No. I feel like I got more than my fair share. So maybe Marcus needs to think about that a little bit more. But Marcus is right that a woman needs to maximize her deference as she gets older. Because she's only going to be able to get so much from each man, so she's going to need a stable of schwing-schwings to not only poke her, but also provide resources, attention, and take her on trips. She has to patch together a bunch of simps and string them along. Either that or batten down the hatches with one beta box. It's not just that women get ignored when they get older, but it's also younger people in general ignoring the old. They don't want to be around them, and while I was younger, I would never figure out why older people were always seeking out the attention of the young. A lot of the time as a kid, I would prefer hanging around with my parents' friends instead of their kids. They were my age, and those adults milked every moment of attention that I could give them from my young self. It's messed up because the young instantly write off the old And don't try and connect with them. I felt old while I was young. And now I feel young now that I'm old. It's a weird situation where I related more with adults in my youth and related more to the young in my middle age. I have more in common with them because I kept up with technology and social media to some extent. And more so than the people in my age. But that's a tale for another day. Anyways, that's it for today. Thanks again to Mr. Anonymous for the donation and topic. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that MILFs want young guys to smash them. Because the old guys can't keep up with their ferocious sex drives. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on Bitchu Twitter and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, MGTOW.TV and Rumble to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized. And if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the same man for $45. U.S. And I won't rush you out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps the masculine-presenting feminists that came out of the womb dressed as boys and never received any positive male attention away. So enjoy the rest of your day and cheers.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or Mc Crispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.